This is Living the RV Dream, episode 265, for Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm riding, 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 riding in my RV, my RV, wherever I want to be, because I'm free in my RV. Hello happy campers, hello fellow pelican heads and happy travelers around the world, full-timers, part-timers, boondockers, van dwellers, weekend warriors, schoolie builders, welcome to the show one more time, uh, one of the last shows of the year, what happened to 2022? And uh, I'm, I'm starting to sound like an old man, but time is really you know, going fast these days, isn't it? Still, thinking about how this year started, a lot has happened. Of course, we went to the Tampa RV show and then we kind of skirted our way, you know, kind of um, did a couple of things in Florida, um, mainly the Hillsborough River um, State Park. We had never been there. We, we spent some time in Pelican, some time in the, in the Emerald Coast. Of course, we chose to go to the Emerald Coast in January when it is... I mean, it's not uh, Minnesota cold, but it is cold uh, even. Th so it's not like beach going weather and all that. But we, we did some exploring in that area, Port St. Joe. Um, actually, actually, very, very nice. We explored more than, than we usually do. We stayed at Mexico Beach, actually, which is coming back. It's really coming back after, after Hurricane Michael, I believe it was, uh, several years back. And um, and then we went to we did the um, the Natchez Trace uh, Parkway. You know that's it feels like a long time ago, but that was at the beginning of this year. And um, I mean, we even went to Elvis Presley's uh, birthplace, uh, which is in Tupelo, Mississippi. And then, of course, we went to Meriwether Lewis's last resting place, which is kind of close to Nashville. Actually, and also close to to where Mike and Jennifer Wendland bought their property, and we were close, but we didn't. We failed to pull the trigger on that one. We spent um, one evening in Nashville. Nashville is always fun. So, such great for for a musician like me, you know. I just sit at one of those honky tonk bars and have a. Actually, we started drinking Jack Daniels at the time because you know we're in Tennessee, right? Let's do the Tennessee thing. And, uh, and, um, hold on. I have a technical difficulty here. Give me a sec. Okay. Technical difficulties solved that you should usually solve it by closing the program that is giving you <laughs> the technical difficulty. We went to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, also, you know, we did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, uh, visited the family in, uh, in Georgia. And I'm kind of looking here through my Google timeline because, You know, memory fails, and in March, I did that trip to Washington, D.C. with Mom. Uh, Mom always wanted to see the, the cherry blossoms, and th that is something that you have to time right, and uh, and you cannot plan ahead, like, months in advance, because they, they do have a forecast, but uh, the, the margin of error is, is not days, it's weeks. So if you, if you, like, plan six a year, six months a year in advance, and then... Um, you know, normally the they, they cherry blossoms happen, let's say, in in mid-March. Well, this year they decided to do it in early April. And if all you have is a couple of days vacation, you miss it. So it's it's very hard to see. 
and um, it's a beautiful spectacle of uh, you know the seeing all those uh, uh, cherry blossoms blooming for lack of a better word but um, but yeah we enjoyed that we enjoyed that a lot we did it in late march and then in, in may we began the quote unquote lewis and clark trip and um, and of course uh, one of the we went back to 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 dc which by, by the way two months uh, difference when i went to dc with mom it was like 34 degrees <laughs> it was freezing and uh, it was unpleasantly cold. When we went in May, there was a, a heat wave, and it was like in the 90s. So, um, yeah, the, but, but um, and this is one of the, the things that I want to do today with you guys, besides recapping the year. I'm going to give you my top 10 places, my top 10 places that I, you know, traveled to and visited this year. And... Um, and it's totally arbitrary, and uh, a lot of places that I visited for the second time would have been on this list, except for the fact that I visited for the second time. And I wanted to be mostly places where I've never been before or where I discovered something different uh, from years past. Of course, uh, uh, I, I'm going to recap real quick the Lewis and Clark trip. We, we did Harper's Ferry, we did Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Louisville, St. Louis, Kansas City. Oh man, we, we had such a great time in, in many of these places. Then we went up the Missouri, you know, following the Missouri through Omaha Sioux City and um, eventually South Dakota, North Dakota, Bismarck. We had a great time in Bismarck and... Um, and Pierce, South Dakota, left us wanting more. And from, oh, I have a, I'm full of technical difficulties today. And from there, we crossed Montana all day, like, like the most remote, remote parts of Montana. But we, we really enjoyed Great Falls and, and, uh, and Helena and the Gates of the Mountain. And of course, that's when I decided to return, make a beeline back. We went to the Winnebago Grand National Rally in, in Iowa, uh, that that I believe was in July, and then I made another beeline to South Carolina, and that's when I traded the sil the Colorado for the, the new Silverado there at uh, at Ferry Chevrolet. Always the I want to thank uh, you know um, Joe Ferry. I just got a Christmas card from him today. Joe Ferry of che che Ferry Chevrolet. He got me a good deal, and. Uh, and yeah, very happy. And then I did, a, I, you know, made another beeline, probably the, the quickest I've gone from Miami, Florida to Colorado. It was like four and a half days. Incredible. But I, I did that trek because I had a, a couple of things, you know, I'd, I'd been working with Sun Outdoors and I had been delaying them and delaying them. I'm like, you know what, let's do the, the, the three Sun Outdoors resorts that I wanted to do. And the, there was a, one in, in the Rocky Mountains. There was one in... Um, in California, in the in, in, in the in the Paso Robles area, and then there was one in the in the Oregon coast in Coos Bay. But you know, in Colorado, I did Rocky Mountain National Park, of course. Then I went into Moab and I did uh, that crazy um, uh, what's it called, the Schaefer Trail in in Canyonlands National Park. You know, it was a good way to breaking the 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 the, the, the new Silverado, which I decided to to to. To Christian, you know, to name Starship, and you know, I I discovered, if, you know, how to use four by four. I learned all that. You know, I had never had a four by four car, and I did uh, State Route Twelve in Utah once again. We spent a couple of nights in Las in the nights in Las Vegas in the triple digits, 
and uh, then we we did Paso Robles, we did the 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 California, um, the Pacific Coast Highway, we did the. Um, we went to the Redwoods, of course, and then Coos Bay. Then we went to, we made a, a, a loop and went back just west of Three Forks, which was the last spot where we had been on the Lewis and Clark trip. And we decided to finish the, the, the Lewis and Clark uh, trip for, from there, Lewis and Clark Caverns. We crossed uh, the Rockies there and then the, the Columbia River Gorge, which is uh, coincidentally the video that I'm editing today. Today I'm editing the season finale, which you are going to watch, not this Sunday, but the, the, the following Sunday on YouTube. And uh, it's the end of, uh, of this long trek, this long, long cross-country trek following in, in Lewis and Clark's footsteps. I enjoyed it tremendously, but I also enjoyed the other things that we did, like um, in between, you know, because on the way back, on the way to the Grand National Rally, we spent some time in the Black Hills of of South Dakota and the Badlands, uh, that, that was amazing. So um, now with, with recapping all that, uh, oh, and in England, Oregon, we did two things. Two main things, we did Crater Lake. We didn't enjoy it as much because it was full of smoke. Uh, it was wildfire season. Mount Hood was a lot of fun. We met a uh, viewer and, and executive producer, Gordon, and he took us uh, you know, almost all the way to the top, as far as, as, as far to the top of the mountain as you can go. And then we spent a couple of hours in, in Bend, Oregon, home of the last blockbuster video. And uh, supposedly lots of good uh, uh, breweries, but we only we you know it's it, that some parts of this trip were rushed, rushed, and uh, there's so much IPA you can drink you know safely in one day. So, <laughs> and um, that was the the trip. Uh, after after that, you know, we came back, and uh, and we pretty much stayed home for the most part. But last uh, week. I was able to make a reservation at one of those very coveted places in the Florida Keys, Bahia Honda State Park, and uh, and I was able to to get one of those waterfront sites, Site 17. If you can get it, get it. It's it's an amazing experience. If you have, you know, I, I inflated my inflatable kayak, and uh, I kayaked. I biked. I I, I went to uh, I backtracked to the Seven Mile Bridge and biked on the old seven-mile bridge to Pigeon Key. And then, of course, we spent a couple of days in Key West because that's what you do. And I've been uh, wanting to, to spend some time at that, you know, the KOA that got completely destroyed by Hurricane Irma. Last year, they reopened, or this year, actually, they reopened, and um, they redid the whole thing. You know, it, the, the, the sites were very tight. I mean, they, they're still a little tight, but not by Florida Key standards. I mean, it's very, very spacious. And I think the only thing that survived the hurricane was the swimming pool. So the swimming pool is still there, but now the bar is on the other side. I mean, it, it's a full service campground. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those that is really good. So um, and now without further ado, I want to go into my top 10, which is, as I said, a totally arbitrary list. I just uh, this morning... I created a, a, 
a a an Excel sheet, you know, so so I so I could change the order later. And I was, you know, I went back. Think I asked Illy as well what were her favorite uh, during the time that uh, that we traveled together. I, some some of them, you know, I was traveling solo, as as it was, um, you know, some parts of this trip, especially that first trip west where I did the the, the Sun Outdoors, Rocky Mountains, uh, all the way to. To actually, Illy flew to Vegas. After Vegas, we were together the rest of the trip. But um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with a couple of. I'm gonna go uh, down. You know, number one being the best one. Number ten being the the tenth best. And then I have several. Uh, you know, uh, honorable mentions. I mean, we had a great time in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, we did that after I believe after after Nashville. That was a great time because uh, the, uh, that was another Sun Outdoors uh, RV resort. But uh, the, the, Sun Out, the, the RV resort is actually in Sevierville, right next to uh, Pigeon Forge. But, I mean, Gatlinburg is my t- kind of town. It's walkable and they have all the ski lifts and they have, uh, uh, you know, uh, moonshine tastings, great restaurants. Um, I like Gatlinburg. But also we did a, in, in Pigeon Forge, we did a, a wine a tasting tour you go like to to i forget the name you go like to four uh, like five different uh, wineries and you get free tastings I, I, I mean i don't know how those people make money i guess i suppose most people buy a wine after the tasting uh, we didn't um but uh, that was a great experience as well so it's something you can do and they give you a free mug at the end and a free glass of wine a free you know wine glass it's good. So Gatlinburg definitely uh, gets an honorable mention, and it's not on the list basically because we've been to Gatlinburg many other times. So it's uh, so now now let's go to number ten. Number ten, and uh, uh, actually the fur the, the 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 first three or last three are cities. And uh, number ten, I'm gonna call it for Cincinnati. First of all, because it was one of those great American cities that I've had never been to. It has such a unique character. I mean, it seems to be a foodies a town. I mean, I didn't really partake on some of the local delicacies, but we had a great meetup at, in downtown. It, it, we had a great turnout, by the way. And, um, you know, people brought me like the local delicacies, like the chili um, from uh, a kind of chili from what's it called? The Skyline Chili, which supposedly it tastes a little bit like uh, it has a little bit of a of a cinnamon taste. I didn't really get that vibe, but uh, yeah, it's something unique to Cincinnati. And that's what I like in a city, cities that have that character, you know, something unique to it. Uh, Someone also brought me a a red, you know, sauce from an Italian restaurant called Mama's. And apparently it's supposed to be a thing too. Mama's uh, Italian red sauce. that, That was actually quite the highlight i i did make a pasta with that and that was quite amazing so and then of course we went to a jungle gyms international market i didn't know what to expect but let me tell you uh, jungle gyms they have everything i mean food from all over the world that place is ginormous and a lot of fun a lot of fun to 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 roam all the aisles and they they passed my test they do have a, a goya vino seco you know what i use for, for you know my 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 secret ingredients the, the 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 dry cooking wine they had it and that is not uh, as common to to find like at your local grocery store not even in the hispanic aisle 
that uh, that I've only found in South Florida and like Pennsylvania, you know, you know, the the northeast kind of area. That that's the only areas where where I've been able to find it. So Cincinnati gets a thumbs up from me. It has the character. It's it's got the the Ohio River there, you know, riverboat cruises. Uh, it's 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 it and beautiful skyline and of course Win- Winton Woods, which is where we stayed, where we camped. So that's great. Number nine, I'm gonna call it for Kansas City, Missouri. I mean, could be Kansas City, Kansas as well. Kansas City, you know, Kansas City. The Kansas side has like a little bit of a bad rap, but I don't know why. But Kansas City is another city that has character. And by the way, also in this list. I'm going to mention cities uh, where we had a great time. In Cincinnati, I, I was flying solo. You know, I had a great time with, with uh, our friend Greg, Casita RV Life, and with uh, Jim and Barb, who organized the meetup and all that. But um, in Kansas City, I was with Ely. So we went, we had barbecue in two restaurants. We went up to the to the World War One monument where you can get a commanding view of the city. We rode, they have a streetcar. They have a great museum about um, the, the steamboat Arabia. And just the city has this vibe, you know, has, um, it's, it's a crossroads too. If, if you, from, from the Vista point there at the, at the memorial, you see trains going back and forth, back and forth. And, um, I don't know. I liked it. I don't know what it is uh, about Kansas city. Seems, uh, seems like, a, like, uh, and it, it, it looked to me clean and safe. And those are things that, that I look for in a city as well. And um, it's a place that I don't think very many people, you know, visit or travel. You know, it's the, to me, it's like the great city in the middle of the country. You know, it's, it's very close, actually. It's probably the, 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 the largest major city closest to, to the geographical center of the contiguous United States, which, which is um, Lebanon, Kansas. Kansas City also has this great city market. I mean... Um, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to like about Kansas City. And uh, I want to return again. Of course, we also had a great meetup there. So thank you, Kevin, for organizing that, that meetup. And um, that was, that, that we got a great turnout. That was also a lot of fun. Now, number eight. And this might be controversial. And it's a place that we've been before. And uh, number eight is Washington, D.C., but I'm, you know, I'm not talking about um, the mall or the Lincoln Memorial or visiting all the museums and uh, all the monuments. We've done that before and we'll do it again. I, I love that right now the, the Air and Space Museum is closed as of um, 2022. Uh, they might be open by now, but I doubt it. But um, we kind of discovered the other DC if you know what I mean, we were able to to walk down the streets and uh, we discovered the Wharf neighborhood, which is right there by the Potomac River. And, um, you know, lots of restaurants and bars and condominiums. You know, it's one of these like um, gentrified city kind of thing. You can tell in the past it was probably, uh, you know, uh, fish warehouses. And now the uh, it's um, it's very lively. They have the oldest uh, continuously operating municipal fish market there by the river. And um, there's a lot to like about that area. And uh, we also did, went to this uh, Irish pub recommended by, by our friend Seth. Um, 
and uh, it's called uh, the Dublinier. It's very close to the Capitol building. And according to Seth, sometimes you get to see prominent politicians walk in and out of that uh, particular uh, Irish pub. So, um, and certain other things that we did, you know, we just drove around the city at, to, to areas um, that we had, you know, had never seen before. We went by this area that has all the embassies, you know, we were looking for, for Obama's house, of all things, uh, of all things, but uh, yeah, we couldn't make it to Obama's house. It's like, enough the police everywhere you you cannot even get to a one block away from anyway but it's a nice neighborhood it has all these ornate buildings and embassies from all different countries and um, and you know it's uh, you know Washington DC sometimes it's it's all about the monuments and the, I, I did visit one monument that um, I always call it the Iwo Jima Memorial I know it's not called that it's right next to 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 Arlington National Cemetery. It's the U.S. Marine Corps War Memorial, and uh, it's it's very impressive and very moving. It's you know it's kind of like uh, replicating that famous picture of the Marines, you know, uh, raising the flag over the island of Iwo Jima after the battle. And um, I mean, it's something that you have to see in person. And there's some great views of the National Mall behind. You know, you can take a picture of the of um, of that sculpture with the with the national mall behind it, and uh, yeah, it, uh, with the Capitol building, it looks very nice. Now, number seven, when I even when I when I well, you haven't seen that yet, but uh, actually, I did a Pelican head update for the patrons, and I called it not on my top ten national parks, and I probably still to this day not put it on my top ten national parks. Even though it's amazing, that's number seven. Will be Rocky Mountain National Park, but I'm just gonna call it the Bear Lake area. That Bear Lake area and that, the, the the Rocky Mountain National Park kind of rubbed me, uh, rub, rubbed me the, the wrong way because there were so many restrictions in this past summer. And you had to make a reservation, a certain time reservation, and you have to. Uh, and the, this national park is the one national park where some of the visitor centers are outside of the entry of the national park so if you um, if you have to make it to your and there are several visitor centers with different things to see so if you enter through the let's say the 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 western uh, entrance to the to the national park and uh, then you want to get out at the eastern uh, entrance to see the visitor center you cannot come back in the national park which is Insane, absurd, but in any case, uh, I still managed to to hack the system because I got a reservation for Bear Lake for like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. I forget exactly right now. But then I found out that if you arrive at the entrance of the national park before 9 a.m., you don't have to get a reservation. So I woke up early. I I got into the park like at 8:30 or even earlier. I forget. And uh, I, you know, I did the whole loop road, the whole national park, even did a dirt road that, that it's, uh, it's very cool, actually. And, and then, you know, I timed it so I would arrive by Bear Lake by the time of my reservation, because you have to show the reservation in order to drive that road to Bear Lake, that that's a spur coming out of the main loop road. And then the parking lot is always full, so um, you have to take a shuttle. But it is worth it. This is one of the most uh, beautiful. I mean, um, I haven't I haven't seen anything quite like it. Like it. I want to say maybe it compares to Alaska or, or 
pictures I've seen of of the Alps. Um, I don't know. It's it's um, it's very beautiful. It's a, it's a short hike. It's about three quarter miles or something. You you know walk around the lake, and it is beautiful. I can't, I can't wait to share that video with you. So. That would be number seven, Rocky Mountain National Park, but specifically the Bear Lake uh, section of the park. Now, number six, and this is the only one in this list. Well, not the only one, but one of the ones in the, the one of two, or th actually three, three in this list that uh, is a repeat. But I'm gonna call it because uh, this is one of those places that everybody should visit, and every visit is different. And we visited a different uh, uh, area of the redwoods. It's the redwoods in in California and the in the north coast there. And uh, you know, it's these trees that pictures will never do justice. You, you, it's it's uh, the the unimaginable. It's like a twenty story building. You know, one of these uh, um, uh, trees. And um, and uh, that's why it makes this list. It was also one of Illy's favorites, and she had never been there before. I, I was there in 2019 as part of that, you know, epic road trip. But um, you know, it's it's you can you can never get tired of, of visiting a, a place like this. And um, we went to the, the the new area that we went to, and uh, we did the Avenue of the Giants, of course. And this time I couldn't make it to the. To the visitor center. I mean, the, the, I was with the trailer in tow. In, in years past, I was able to park right there on the outside the visitor center and go in. But this time, there was nothing. And uh, that's one of the things that you give up when you uh, travel towing the trailer through some of these places. That sometimes it, it you cannot find parking. But where we did find parking, and they do, they even do have. They they call they they say that you know they say it. There's a loop road with pullouts, and there's a turnaround at the end, and that's Founders Grove, and that's uh, that's uh, the the unique the, the unique place that that we went to that uh, I, we hadn't been before, and uh, yeah, it never gets old. The, the, the Redwoods, it's something that if, if you're ever in California in that area and you have a chance to visit, do visit. There are many different uh, areas. Um, and, uh, you know, just look for one of the more famous groves and, and, and you won't be disappointed. Now, number five, and this is uh, someplace that I had already been, but when I was there, I was uh, in a rush. I wasn't feeling particularly well. I was towing the trailer and I was just, I basically just drove through and uh, and it was a cloudy day, so you don't get to, I'm talking about Badlands National Park. And uh, at the time, you know, uh, it, 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 I don't know if it was my, my state of mind or the weather or whatnot, I didn't quite appreciate uh, the magnificence of this place. I was also able to park right outside the, the, the park. They have this boondocking area, commonly known as the wall. And you're, you're basically boondocking at the edge of this cliff, you know, overlooking the Badlands. It's amazing. So Badlands National Park. And I was able to do a couple of hikes uh, at, the, at the eastern part of the park, which uh, actually, I did a hike called The Notch. Actually, I had to look it up. The Notch. And... Um, if you if you do one hike in 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 Badlands National Park, this will be it. You know, it, it's a little strenuous. You have to go through like this ladder to go up, and um, 
and it's the trail at some in some parts is not very well marked it's not a trail that you go through like like you know sand or dirt it's you you pretty much climbing over rocks i mean it's not that bad but uh, at the end you know you get rewarded with a great view of the of the badlands it's like a window to 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 the southern portion of the badlands and uh, yeah i i enjoyed it very much i enjoyed it very much and i uh and uh, I would love to to go back, maybe next year, and uh, and do w- one of the longer hikes. You know, I've been a little bit out of, out of shape, but I'm getting back into shape, so I'm gonna be able to do uh, some of these more challenging hacks, hacks or hikes. Hello, Robert. In any case, number four, and this is the most uh, recent one in memory. And of course, you haven't seen that video yet. Bahia Honda State Park. And this is another repeat, but let me tell you, Bahia Honda State Park, just because for the first time I was able to really enjoy this park uh, in the Florida Keys, and I believe it is hands down probably the best, um, I mean, it's not the best RV resort, of course, it's only water and electric, but the best, uh, um, I mean, jump any camp is really good too, but I'm going to call this one the best state park in the Florida Keys, there's only four of them. And uh, just because we were able to get that side 17, I was able to go kayaking all the way to the to that broken bridge that they have. And uh, I, I, I do believe that the, the beach on the east is uh, on the ocean side of the of Bahia Honda, which I'm going to look it up right now to tell you the name. I believe that's the best hands down. I mean, there, it, it, there's not even competition. That's hands down the best uh, swimming beach in the whole Florida Keys. And I'm stalling here because I can't... Oh, hey, here's Bahia Honda State. Here, Bahia Honda. And uh, I, th- I think that's called... This, it's called the Sandspur uh, area of, uh, of Bahia Honda. And it's called Sandspur Beach. That's great. There's also great snorkeling. I was able to snorkel and saw so many fish right, you know, right in the, in the back of our, of our um, campsite. I mean... Uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm forgetting certain things. Calusa Beach is nice too. That's uh, the, the thing. This is the thing. Calusa Beach is on the on the on the bay side, as they call it. You know, the, the Florida Keys have the bay side, which is the one that goes uh, into the Florida Bay. You know, let's call it the Gulf of Mexico, and the other side that is uh, the the Atlantic side, which is called the ocean side. Um, and I totally lost my train of thought. We we walked the old Bahia Honda Bridge, which was the old railroad bridge that until the 70s, they, they converted it to for automobile traffic. But of course, very narrow bridge, very high. So it, it was kind of dangerous, uh, to be honest about it, to for, for people to use it. So uh, eventually they they did a new bridge. But um, as, as I mentioned, I was also able to to bike on the old uh, uh, Seven Mile Bridge. I mean, there's so many things to do in this state park. And um, that's, of course, my... Uh, what number were we? My number four. Now, number three. And this is something that... Uh, it was my first time doing like a real off, off-road adventure. And... Uh, and it was, uh, I don't know if a little dangerous, but a little challenging and scary uh, because um, it had rained a lot in the previous days. So the, tr- the, the trail wasn't in great shape. This is the Schaefer Trail in Canyonlands National Park in Utah, number three. And I thought it would be a good way to break in the new Silverado, you know. And let me tell you, once you discover four low, the, the, the ranger tells me, ah, it's a little muddy here and there. The mud wasn't the problem. 
I mean, the, 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 the truck handled the mud with no problem, like, like it wasn't there. But there was a, a lot of rocks on the road. Even, I even had to stop and, and move some of them. And this is a road that, that, that goes down in elevation quite a bit. You know, no, no guardrails. You're going down these switchbacks. And, and if, if you screw up, you're going to, yeah, for some reason, it, I, I don't think it's ever happened. Or if it's happened, you know, I, but uh, um, yeah, you, 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 have to, you have to have your five senses on the road when you're going down that road. And yeah, it was, was washed, washed out. Quite a bit. A lot of people do it in they in rental jeeps, and in fact, I I, I met a, a a viewer, a subscriber who was coming in the opposite direction, and he told me, oh, he even showed me pictures of what the road looked like ahead. But uh, even though it was a, a lot of fun, it was a, it was it was scary fun, if if you will. Some sometimes you do scary things that after the fact you remember them as fun. Well, this was. One of them. Now, number two, we're going to California once again, and this is a place you know. I we've done the we've passed by here uh, on the on the Pacific Coast Highway before, but uh, we had never stopped and do anything there. And that's Pismo, Pismo Beach. What a great town! I mean, we had we had lunch with some uh, viewers, uh, 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 subscribers there too. Uh, which was a great lunch at this restaurant uh, with great view. There were so many pelicans. Maybe the pelicans. Maybe I'm biased because there were a lot of pelicans. We went to this other restaurant in the middle of town, which is, um, its name escapes me right now, but it's very famous for the clam chowder. And they also had like a, like a lobster sandwich, lobster roll. I had a lobster roll, which wasn't all that great, but... Uh, the Splash Cafe is is called, and they have a pier. And there's if, if a little farther south, the the, Ocea, the Oceano Dunes, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Oceano, I mean ocean in Spanish, right? Oceano uh, Dunes. You can camp on the on the beach right there. And uh, next time, you know that's what I'm doing, right? Because you can drive on the beach and you can camp on the beach. And I think I. You know, it's one of those places that left me, I just got a taste and left me wanting to experience more. So, yeah, definitely number two. And this whole, I mean, as I say, Pismo, I could say um, all the all the other places that are in that general area, like uh, Morro Bay, Avila Beach, uh, you know, um, Saint Simeon, uh, you know, it's... it's uh, it's that it, it's it's the nature uh, has been very generous to the California coastline. Let's say it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Now for number one, and uh, this I mean I had heard so many good things about this place, and um, I thought yeah it's and uh, it's really it's uh, it exceeded my expectations. So much to see in this state park. It's Custer State Park in South, in South Dakota. And um, a lot of people say that this, this should be a national park. And let me tell you something. This thing is better than many, many national parks. It's the, the largest herd of bison I've seen, I think, ever. I, I think it's even better than Lamar Valley in, in, in Yellowstone. I mean... Um, and the, the natural beauty, all the you know the all the things that you can see and do that Needles Highway, um, 
it's uh, one of those places that uh, it's definitely a must visit and there are hiking trails another thing we hiked around the lake which uh, i kind of forget the, the name of the lake right now but we did a hike and um, and i'm looking it up right now as we speak because that's how i roll and that hike around that lake is uh, it's also uh, quite amazing you, you there are three roads there's the wildlife loop and then there's uh, two other loops that you can do. But yeah, the hike around Sylvan Lake is one of the most uh, beautiful things to do in the park. And then, of course, there's the highway that has seven. I mean, if, if you don't, don't do it with an RV because it's, it's low clearance. But one of those um, tunnels on that highway perfectly f frames Mount Rushmore. And that's the other thing about this park is location. There's so many things to do in this area. This is the Black Hills area. Just south of it, you have um, um, the Wind Cave, Wind Cave National Park. Just to the east, Rapid City. Right there, you have Dead, Ho uh, Dead Horse and uh, Mount Rushmore and uh, the town of Deadwood. And I mean, I could keep, I could keep going and going and going. And um, and of course, it just east of that is the Badlands National Park. So. Those are my top 10. This, this is, of course, number one uh, of all the, the things we did last year. Um, just because it was one of those kind of bucket list things, if you will. And that's all I have for you today. Now I have, I have homework for you. If we, uh, I'm going to um, give you my email address, robert at travelingrobert.com. Or if you want to send me a voicemail, Go to my, my website, travelingrobert.com, and there, there's, a, there's a green button where you can send me a voice a voicemail, and I'm going to play those on the next episode. If you traveled last year, or this year, rather, in 2022, or even if it wasn't 2022, what's your favorite place that you've traveled, even if it is on this list? And uh, I will read those uh, emails and I will play those uh, voicemails on the next episode. Until then, thank you so much for listening and see you on the road because we are living the RV dream and loving the RV lifestyle because I'm free in my RV.